Hello and welcome to another episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. This is Gabe Jones, your host. We have some special guests for the Catholic Gateway Podcast today. It is Friday, January 19th, 2018, and live from the March for Life, we have Jennifer Brinker, reporter with the St. Louis Review, and Karen Nolkemper, Executive Director of the Respect Life Apostolate of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. So they are joining us live from the March in D.C. Welcome, ladies. Welcome. Thanks, Gabe. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Yeah, thanks for joining. Uh, you know, I, I know you're, you're probably walking shoulder to shoulder with thousands of other people there. Can you describe for those of us back home what, what the mood is like, what's going on there, what you're seeing right now at the March for Life? Right. So right now, actually, we're in holding pattern. Um, it's pretty backed up. Uh, there are, I'd say, hundreds of thousands of people here, and we're trying to squeeze out from the mall to get on Houston Avenue. Uh, so right now, we're kind of just in a holding pattern with our Archdiocese of St. Louis group, um, and we're, we're getting closer to the road right now. <laughs> and we're, having, we're waiting for other groups to unite. We're uniting the entire Archdiocese. We've got several banners here, the Archdiocese of St. Louis, the Clement of Rome. We have a number of church banners, uh, Gen Y. So, again, instead of we're kind of waiting as people are, are regrouping and joining under one, one or two banners for the Archdiocese. So it's very, very uh, exciting, very crowded. We're, we're shoulder to shoulder with lots of folks from all over the nation. It's a really great day. That's really awesome to hear. And um, for those of you listening who um, may not know, there were about 2,200 people from St. Louis who went with the Generation Life pilgrimage, but we estimate there might have been 3,000 people from the St. Louis region going to D.C. for the March for Life. Um, what, uh, <laughs> what sort of what sort of crowd are we looking at overall? I mean, do you know? Can you estimate how big the crowd is there in D.C.? I'd say hundreds of thousands for sure. Um, I think what's so impressive is the, obviously the, the youthful, the youth presence here at the march right now. Um, not just from the Archdiocese of St. Louis, but when you see banners from all over the place, youth groups and high schools and colleges. And I even see the Lutheran Church right up here ahead of us. So this is totally not just a Catholic uh, event, obviously, but uh, for many people who believe in this, this issue. Karen, um, this is obviously sort of the the Super Bowl for the pro life movement. Um, <laughs> this is like the Super Bowl for the pro life movement. What uh, what does this mean? Like, why you know why do we do this every year? This is the forty fifth anniversary of the March for Life. Can you explain sort of why this is so important to do every year, even though we've been doing it for so long? I think it's all in God's time, and we know it's going to be a peaceful persistent witness, and we know that abortions are going down in Missouri. I believe it's gone down 39%, so it does make a difference in state by state, city by city. Again, there is an impact. We are seeing a decline, and there's a new uh, renewed hope, and it's because the people realize there's resources available to help pregnant women in crisis choose life for themselves and for their unborn children. So it's important to continue to pray and work the dignity and sanctity of all life so we have to worship our lifetime. And again, just exciting to see what's happening. We know there is a decline in our very own state of Missouri. I believe it's a decline by 39%. So God is, God is at work. And prayers are paying off. It's important to continue to witness uh, and unite our spirits. And the enthusiasm that is generated by seeing so many people, as Jennifer said, from throughout the nation, young, old, middle-aged, Catholic, Protestant, others, it's just very invigorating, and it really gives you a sense of renewed hope to literally see 
hundreds of thousands of people here in D.C. Okay. We can... <laughs> We can kind of hear the uh, we can hear the the crowd behind you, Jennifer. Real quick, can you uh, can you ex- uh, share? Um, I know Archbishop had mass for the teens this morning, uh, for the the Generation Life pilgrimage. What were some of the messages that he shared with the with the group this morning? Right. So he you know he talked about obviously that you know we were witnesses, um, you know, and that we were called to go out into these streets and proclaim. You know the message of you know God's love for us, and it's you know it's not just simply that we want to bring an end to abortion, but all of this is rooted in God's love for us and how He created us in His image and likeness. Uh, and and we have that courage to go out there and you know as He said, hang from the rafters and say, choose life. <laughs> so He He really did a, I think a great job getting the. Uh, the team pumped up, uh, you know, and kind of excited, fired up for the afternoon's rally in March. To really reiterate the point that the Catholic Church were all about promoting and defending all life from womb to tomb, we're there to support the unborn baby, the mother. We're really about, again, supporting all life at all stages and all ages, again, really getting the crowd pumped up. And I love the point about radiating Christ's love. That's what it's all about. And the theme is love saves Life, love saves life, and that makes so much sense because we're loving people into the truth and helping convert their hearts by being kind and speaking the truth with love and mercy. That's what it's really all about. That's really great, and, and actually, you know, love love saves lives. Love is also the creative force. That, I mean, that, that's what creates life. I mean, that God's love creates and sustains us, and so it does save lives because it's it's you you can't have life without love. So it's really great to hear uh, the message. I think really can resonate. Um, now, what uh, what's the plan for the rest of the day? You're you're all going the march right now. It's a little after um, what two o'clock there in D.C. What uh, what's the plan for the next couple hours there? I, how long do you think the march is going to last? Oh, a couple of hours. Yeah, we're, we're going to easily be here for a few more hours for sure, <laughs> which is good. You know, it's a it's a beautiful day. I don't see a single cloud in the sky. It, it actually is quite warm for for this time of year, uh, and so I think people, you know, as they march down Constitution Avenue to the Supreme Court steps, you know, I think people are probably going to linger. You know, they're not, you know, going to be freezing or <laughs> frosted by snow or anything like that. So I, I think we're going to see people out in the streets, you know, in the afternoon here uh, in D.C. Oh, go ahead. It just is a real joyful atmosphere. People are talking about themselves with other groups. Uh, some people have posts on, some people don't, just have jerseys and hoodies. And again, it's just absolutely gorgeous here. Warm, sunny, or relatively warm, maybe in the 40s, I think. No rain, nothing's going on. It's perfect, perfect weather. So uh, we're very hopeful. It'll probably be a good few hours for sure. We're uh, kind of bringing up the rear, but we're coming in strong. We're coming in force here. That's great to hear. And the weather's definitely a blessing whenever you can get great, great, great weather like that. Now, one question, real quick. You sort of mentioned it. What uh, what are you hearing from the teens from St. Louis? Have you talked to any of them and gotten some feedback about what their experience has been like? And, and maybe have have you heard of any hearts being touched or anybody having a, a real you know I don't know life changing experience or going for the first time? Any any stories you can share? You know, I I interacted with a number of teens last night and today already, and uh, for some it's their first time. Um, you know, they're a newly minted eighth grader. 
uh, coming with their youth group or maybe they're just their eighth grade class which is their Catholic school. Um, you know, and I think they're in awe of it, you know, seeing this many people around. Uh, it's just awe-inspiring for them. Um, and there are others who are, you know, what you call seasoned veterans. They're seniors in high school, and they've been doing this in eighth grade. And, you know, they, they come to this every year because they they realize uh, the, importance, the importance of this and the commitment that they make. Um, you know, I met, I met a young girl from uh, St. Bernard, Magella. And she is now a senior at Kirkwood High School, and she started a pro-life club at her public high school because she was inspired by what she witnessed at the march coming here with her youth group. And I think that's incredible. And she she's faced resistance from her peers, from her teachers. Um, you know, she's, she's also had some support as well. Uh, but it's just amazing to see how this particular event drove her to do that. She was so inspired by what she saw here. So those are the kind of stories I think are amazing. And it, it, it's lifelong. You know, it, it lasts. Uh, it's not just one day, but it's something that she's committed to throughout the entire you know, year, really. Yeah, that's that's really inspiring to hear. Yeah, that's that's that is very very inspiring. You guys are probably you know like I said, shoulder to shoulder with people and in the midst of a big crowd. I don't want to keep you too long. Um, any other parting thoughts that you just want to share today about the march and where we are maybe in the pro life movement and and uh, you know what people back here in St. Louis can can maybe take from this even though they're not participating. Any other closing thoughts? The, the bottom line is it's the power in numbers. And I'm thinking about your question before, and people said if only one person, people are contemplating abortion, and it may have gone through abortion, or they said, I only saw one person praying, kneeling, speaking, reaching out to me, the power of one. We need to continue to be faithful, never give up. It's all in God's time. It's just, that's what he needs, is peaceful, prayerful, persistent witness. And again, just to be reassured, you're not alone. There are so many other people united and there, it's just um important to to realize that that this is the truth and the truth is on our side and when we speak the truth with love and mercy the truth prevails and god prevails and ultimately life prevails great great words of wisdom there karen i couldn't agree more um and hopefully that message continues to get out uh, both through the march for life and maybe through this podcast if you're listening and share this with your friends and, and, and continue to, to you know, share the message that life wins, life will win, and, and love saves lives. I and mean, that's, that's, that's a great message this year for the March for Life. Jennifer, um, real quick, I want to close with you. Um, your coverage is going to be in the St. Louis Review next week, but you're also going to be tweeting the rest of today and sharing stuff online, right? Yeah, we've been pretty active, um, mostly on Twitter. Um, Lisa Johnson and I both have been posting there um, in the last few days, and uh, we'll be on Facebook, and um, we'll be kind of bouncing off and sharing uh, what the Generation Life crew has been doing, their own social media as well. That's Gen Life FTL. Uh, so yeah, keep, keep an eye out. Thank you, Jennifer, for the work you're doing, and Lisa as well, and Karen, and all the rest of the people from St. Louis who are representing us uh, in the, the March for Life. Thank you for being there. You're listening to the Catholic Gateway Podcast here. Special Special report, special episode with uh, Jennifer Brinker, reporter of the St. Louis Review, and Karen Nolkemper, the executive director of the Respect Life Apostolate, live from the March for Life in Washington, D.C., here on Friday, January 19th, 2018. So 
Uh, Jennifer and Karen, thank you so much for coming on today, and uh, I'll let you get back to, to marching with uh, your comrades there in D.C. Awesome. We just about made it to Constitution Avenue, finally. Finally. <laughs> awesome. Well, got to work ahead of this. Yeah. Great. Day. Great. Take care. March safely. All right. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Catholic Gateway Podcast. We always welcome story tips and ideas for the podcast. Just send them to communications at archstl.org. That's communications at archstl.org. Make sure to connect with us on social media to stay up to date with what's going on here in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Archdiocese of St. Louis. We're on Twitter at ArchSTL is our handle there, at ArchSTL. And we're on Instagram, at CatholicSTL. And you should follow the St. Louis Review there on Facebook, also Twitter and Instagram under the handle, at St. Louis Review. That's ST Lewis Review. The Catholic Gateway Podcast is a production of the Archdiocese of St. Louis. I'm your host, Gabe Jones. We hope you'll join us again next time here in the Gateway to the West the Rome of the West, Catholic St. Louis.